Mango Mustache Media. Welcome to another episode of Chicano Chingon, presented by Hacienda Las Glorias. I'm Mango Mustache Original. I'm your host, Nell Marie. I'm your other host, Arturo. And today, we're bringing you a very dreamlike episode. Everything is going to be dreamy today. The theme is dreams. Dream, 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 dream. I Okay, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, was that you, Alex? Because that sounded really weird. No, I, my microphone was off. I wasn't talking. What Did you guys hear something? I like. It sounded I heard like, some harmony in there. Well, so, like a third voice? Yes. Like a third voice. Oh, no, that wasn't me. Are you... Are you sure? Uh, no, that... Yeah, that definitely wasn't me. Um, okay. Um, well, now that you say that, I do notice there is a man in the corner of the room, and I don't know how long he's been there. I, I'm sorry. Who are you? DJ MFM. Okay. Uh, DJ MFM. Can I ask what the MFM is? Mass Filipino man. Mass Filipino man. Uh, and that is how you want to be referred to as? It's what I have to be referred to as. Is this like a, like, do you DJ? Like, do you do music and stuff? On Mondays and Tuesdays. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. Um. I'm a little nervous. It's a pleasure to have you here. Yeah. Uh, is there anything, anything you want to say to the viewers? Anything you want to say about yourself? Introduce yourself. Get on with that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Alex, where did you get this guy? Sounds more like Who is it. This? He was here when I got here. Oh my god. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm. I'm gonna pretend that. Understood. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be probably best if we just like just kept going with the episode, pretending like he wasn't here, because I don't think there's anything we could do about it. Um, he keeps staring at me. I. Okay, sorry. All right. Anyways, on to our first segment. Um, the word of the day. The word of the day. Today's word of the day is. Sueños. I was supposed to say sueño. Can you say sueño? Say it. Sueño. Good job. Can you do it one more time? Sueño. Sueño. Can you say it, Mass Filipino man? Okay. Sueño. Sueño means dream. Dream, dream, dream. Dream, 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 dream. dream. Uh, I'm glad that we're talking about sueños today. Sueño, interestingly enough, maybe not that interesting to you, but it is to me, has the same, the rule is kind of the same as it is in English. So you know how in English dream is, you know, quite literally what you're sleeping and dreaming of. It is also- Yeah, all the crazy things going on in your head. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't get crazy things going on in my head. I don't know about you, but, you know. It varies day to day, you know. Oh, yeah. Just on a good day. <laughs> on a good day, yeah, a little <laughs> less crazy things. It also applies to life dreams or aspirations, I guess. So Yeah, like the American dream. Exactly. The sueño mexicano. The Mexican dream. 
I don't know what it is. Living it. Living it. That's us, baby. We're the Mexican dream. Just kidding. We're the Mexican nightmare. Anyways, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, a lot of interesting interpretations and cultural um, perspectives on dreams and what they mean to us as people and how they affect society. You see it in every culture. For the Aztecs, they had a very interesting interpretation. They thought that dreams were used as a way of communicating with the gods or the other world, I guess. Underworld, if you want to call it that as well. Yeah, and um, kind of like how the Norse, they talk about like realms and stuff. Like just yeah. different planes of existence. They're just communicating together. Kind of. The other world is, it's, that's where you go when you die. Mm-hmm. When you die. When you die, you go to the underworld. And there's like certain levels. I think there's six or seven. Yeah, and that's and, and like the thing is Aztec that you can go with your dog. Your dog yeah, that's like that. that. There's like trials and you know passages and whatever. That's why a lot of people want to bring their dogs with them when they die. But the Mayans also had theirs was totally different, except kind of not really. Theirs was more of a for them dreams were a way of seeing things with the soul. It is what your your body and mind are not able to comprehend. That is for your your soul. Your unconscious the unconscious mind yeah. to come out yeah yeah they they saw dreams as just purely omens aztecs believed in a lot of omens in uh everyday life i'd say but the mayans kind of used dreams as specifically omens but in modern day we see dreams as a reflection Nowadays. of our our day-to-day you know what stresses you what what ails you what excites you um, in Mexicans, in Mexicans, sorry, in Mexican culture, there's a lot of the superstition. We've talked before about Mexican superstitions in Latino culture, very superstitious. Yeah, absolutely, a ton of superstitions just, and that's just like going about walking throughout the day. Yeah, now yeah, imagine exactly. like the omens they pick up on of dreams. Like, you dreamed that what's gonna blow up, like, and no sleep at night. No, seriously, I can't. I can't find an origin for why so many superstitions arise. It's just, it's just the culture. But dad was telling me that growing up, he heard a lot. There was a lot of superstitions in ways that you should treat your dreams. So I remember actually a few weeks ago, I was going to call. I was calling him and I told him like, I had this really weird dream. It was really messed up. You were in it. He goes, okay, well, don't tell me until afternoon. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, don't tell me until afternoon. Tell me your dream. He goes, my grandma always said that if you dream something and something bad happens or somebody dies, don't talk about it or tell that person until afternoon. Otherwise, the dream could come true. And I was like, all right, Jesus. Oh. Good thing you didn't say that because my dad died in that dream. So I did not tell him. Good call. Yeah. I, I, right? didn't, know, I didn't know that was a, that's a, interesting. Yeah. He told me that just kind of offhandedly. And today I was talking to him about, you know, how are dreams treated for you growing up in your family or just kind of culturally. And he said... Oh, there was just like a lot of little things. He said that he would go tell his grandma or his mom, like, I had a dream about this. And their immediate is like, okay, well, I'm going to give you this. You're going to take this, you know, give him little remedies and you're going to go do this today. And you're going to take this with you. Like stuff like that. Which to is, give him a little journey to go on. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of cute. Um, he, he said that his grandma would tell him, if you see poop in your dream, if you just see poop in your dream, money's coming your way. Which is very... I'm not seeing any poop in my dreams. <laughs> what the hell? Right? He said He said that one time he told her that and he was kind of like, 
okay? So he had a dream, and he saw, like, a pile of poop in his dream. And when he woke up, he goes, oh, I'm going to get money today. And he was just kind of laughing and treating like, whatever. And then he did get a check. I don't know what the check was for, but... Oh, okay. But also, he's a businessman, so... Does that really count? Is that spectacular? I don't... Well, that that's interesting, though, because... Uh, I you you already know you, we talk a lot about our dreams together. Yeah, and one of the most interesting things I think it, when it comes to dreams is like, like foundational. It's all just symbols. Just dreams are just symbols for something. They're symbols for something, and they're symbols specific to individuals. So, for example, with that poop one, like, <laughs> that's a great example because you're telling me this now. Yeah. And I, I never would have thought like poop equals money, you know, but another man, um, another man's trash is another man's treasure. Another man's poop. Another, another man's, man's money. That that it like, but our dad's grandma created a symbol for dad, and that was if you see poop, that means like good fortune. I have a couple of symbols that I just kind of were like. They popped up from a movie we quoted in the intro, you know? Yeah. Dream, 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 dream. You know, the shark brain lava girl. Dream, 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 dream. In that movie, they said, Close like, your eyes, rest your head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the rest of the song, actually. In the, in, the, in the movie, they talk so much about dreams. They're like, there's one rule that we have. If you count to three, you can get out of your dreams whenever you want. And I took that to heart. I'm like, so they essentially just created a symbol for me. And yeah. I, I still use that nowadays if I'm having a dream I don't want to oh, talk about. Oh, you have told me that. See, I that only happens to me if I'm going to die in my dream, okay? Because I'm not able of, I'm not capable of lucid dreaming. I'm not able of acknowledging this dream only twice in my life I've had a lucid dream, okay? So you are capable of lucid dreaming. <sighs> okay, well, I, I've, I've lucid dreamed twice when I was a little ass kid and like a year ago. Super weird. But the only the only times I get semi-conscious is in nightmares when I'm about to die. Like one, for example, I used to have reoccurring nightmares of Bruce the shark from Nemo coming to get me. And he just kind of swims through the house, but he's floating and he's chasing me through the rooms and he corners me. And when he finally gets me and he's about to eat me, I go, okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And I close my eyes and go like, I'm like, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Get me out, get me out, get me out. And then I wake up. Huh, Brucey from from Nemo. He scared me, man. I remember, yeah, him and him, him and, and Hulk. Hulk scared you, yeah. Yeah, Hulk, Hulk was a little. The Hulk transformations, even the first movies, was a little too intense. I had to close my eyes or leave the room. And you wanted to watch it nonstop, bro. Hulk was cool. What do you he mean? He was cool, but I just I had to leave the room. He just starts breathing heavy, like, and then bulging and like turning green. I'm like, oh, okay. I had, I had to leave the room. It was too okay, much. not to like. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm address the Filipino in the room. But <laughs> <laughs> are you guys really just going to bring him into the show and ignore him for the rest? I mean, is there anything you, you have to say about dreams? Anything you want to tell us? Any Filipino superstitions? If your teeth fall out, it means someone you love is going to die. Does it actually? It's happened to me three times. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know how to respond to that. I'm sorry for your loss. Losses. Loss is of teeth. I'm sorry, that's family. not funny. That's not funny that you had three people die. That's a rip. We're gonna talk about that after the show, Alex. Oh, I don't I don't wanna talk about <laughs> that after the show. 
I was just trying to. I was trying to help He's by lighten the mood, giving you a sad sound for your sad loss. Yeah, because we're very, very sympathetic to that. Here, Chicana Chigon, we care. Um, isn't there? I did hear actually about uh, Filipino dreams and superstitions. Isn't there one with faceless people? Like if you see somebody a faceless person in your dream, that means they're going to die or something. Have you heard of that? They're shifting over to the other world. I don't like the way you said that. Huh. I see. I heard a story of this girl talking about, and she's from the Philippines, how she saw her uncle and he was faceless and he got into a city bus. And when she woke up like three days later, he died and he had no face. And then people told her like, you were supposed to tell him not to get on the bus. And she was really upset. And that's just like a Filipino, like, just the thing. You got to tell that person not to go to the place you saw them at, faceless, in your dream. Yeah. Uh, can you confirm or deny? Okay. No comment. He uh, pleased the fifth, he clearly. Ple he pled the fifth. You know, um, I you make me very nervous. And I don't like that you're holding... <laughs> You're holding scissors. He's holding scissors. Someone had to cut that hole in the mask somehow. You know. The camera can't see it, um, but he is holding him and he's waving him around. And I don't, I don't appreciate that. It makes me nervous. That's all right. You know, we don't, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. He, he's doing his own thing, and we, we're, we're doing just, great. We're gonna do our own thing. We're gonna keep we're doing trucking to along, ignoring that. On. On to our next thing. On to the next thing. Um, you are going to teach me a thing or two about dreams because Artro, believe it or not, knows some stuff about dreams. They're the scissors. I'm, <laughs> they make me, they sure do make me nervous. Don't appreciate them. And he hasn't stopped staring at me since he got here. And it's scary. Just kidding. Nobody's scared. We're fine. On to the next thing. I've been having some weird dreams lately. And I want you to help me decipher them. Okay, also, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, teach me a thing or two. We're going to call this segment Arturo the Clairvoyant. Yeah. It's very, uh, it feels very endearing. Arturo the Enlightened. Arturo knows a lot about dreams. Like the Dream, dream you would think, dream you would listen. That didn't make any sense. I was trying to make a joke. Let me dream you something. Yeah. Anytime you say the I word like it. dream, it just plays... So, actually, tell me what you know about dreams. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, one thing about dreams is it is... <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> very dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> dreamy. <laughs> uh, they're very specific to the individual. So, somebody could have a dream about the same thing that... Let's say you're having a dream about... A tiger, right? And Alex, our cool and awesome cameraman, is having uh, a producer as well, uh, having a dream as, as about a tiger all, at the same time. Okay. Now, your symbol for what a tiger is is completely different from what his is. Oh, okay. So, it, it's it it's on the individual. So, if I know you well enough, I can probably help you decipher that. Tigers are my poop. What? Okay, so tigers are the thing that you want to bring money in your dreams. Yeah. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I poop tigers. I poop tigers. Tigers poop me. Or one. If they do eat you, yes. Yeah. And, and so Ideally, they don't. 
But I feel like that would be bad for them when they're like going extinct or something. Tigers don't like the way that humans smell. Or was that lions? They don't like the way humans smell or taste. Anyway, we're getting <laughs> we're getting off the Arturo the clairvoyant point Bullpeg. here. Yeah. <laughs> they say that dreams are like what artists are to culture. So artists, oh. they create art, obviously, and that's yeah. like Aztec. You think you think of all the artistic dreams create art too. Yeah, and that that's well. That's the thing I'm going to branch off of. So dreams help enable thought. Because you're going to ask the question, where did that thought come from? Yeah. No one can ever just be like, oh, it came from this. That. No, it's just it popped up in your head. And that's not... My galaxy mind. That's not, that's not a reasonable enough answer for that. Yeah. But it's, it's easier to just say, like, yeah, dreams... Spawned this whole creation, like fever dreams, like exactly. Yeah, like Alibrijes, Alibrijes, a great callback to a previous episode. Alibrijes were the um, product. product of a fever dream. I just, f- I found the word for you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're. We're on the same wavelength. Same wavelength. Yeah. Uh, Alibrijes, it's art. Yeah, and that has so heavily inspired a lot of the culture in Mexico. I have had. Um, I'm an artist. If you don't know. I dabble. I dabble in art. I make a thing or two. And I have had quite a few dreams that have inspired my art. Or if not if not created the actual whole concept, but just little themes. Because, um, you know, sometimes you have dreams and everything's in a different filter. Or yeah, you just yeah. see some weird shit going on. I don't know. I've had a. I've had dreams where it's like you can only see out of one of your eyes. It's all foggy. Oh, I or... hate that. That always happens when I'm gonna fight somebody in my dream, and sometimes it works. Sometimes I land a few punches, and then sometimes I'm throwing a punch, and then my left eye goes blind, and then my head starts drooping. It's and like you then... get drowsy or something. Yes, and it's stupid, and I hate it. Or like one of my legs go numb, like I'm having a stroke or something. Like my half my body goes numb. Very annoying. I'm pretty sure that's a stroke symptom. I don't know. Uh, I think it's odd. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I've I've looked at a couple things when it comes to like improving your dreams, and there's like some things that. I'm sorry. He's just he's making me nervous. Continue. Keep talking. There's some things like uh, like words of empowerment. If you just were yeah. like, yeah, I'm right here right now. I'm. You can just say I'm strong or something, or yeah. I can I can see my eyes are working again. Those are just like healthy habits you can build. Yeah. Um, as well as like people like they draw things on their hands to like reality check themselves so like am i dreaming right now or oh yeah i i have had some embarrassing moments in dreams all right and they have like given me ptsd throughout the day so really one of the examples is let's call back to middle school arturo this is <laughs> this is very very like oh we don't gotta talk about but i love talking about middle school arturo anything for the podcast right yeah so one of these days, all right, we're, we're dreaming about, um, I think it was uh, Narcos, because I was watching Narcos at the time. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, we're in Colombia. We're running through the rooftops or whatever. I'm like, there's a bathroom. There's a switch. The switch can only be activated by peeing on it. <laughs> okay. So in the dream, I'm like, that's a rational idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piss on the switch. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm dreaming. And I caught myself like... Mid, mid piss, mid not. I didn't even like nothing left my body yet, but oh. it was like that strain because as a guy to just stop peeing, it's very painful. So just oh. to get up and sprint to the bathroom, but like it gave me such like a hit of um, adrenaline, adrenaline, adrenaline. So then from then on, for like a couple years after that, I'm like, 
Am I awake right now? Is this is this, is this a bathroom that's like real or am I sleeping? Ah, uh, yeah. It was just a f- complete freak out of like. I mean, that's understandable. Also, the risk of peeing your bed or something like that. Very scary. It's very scary because yeah. you're like, everybody's going to remember this. And you're just like, I don't want to be the guy that peed in bed in middle school. Yeah. But I just said it on a podcast. So <laughs> now, you know, now, you now know, you friends. Know. I, I wasn't thinking I was totally thinking something totally different with the reality check thing. Because I have dreams, I either have, a lot of my dreams are like really vivid and detailed, so they could be totally just batshit weird, does not make any sense, but then I'll have some aspects Absolutely. of the dreams that are like either very mundane or normal for me in my everyday. So I have something like, like I have a dream that we got another dog. Mom got another dog, there's another dog in mom's house, and I'll wake up. And like a day goes by and I'm thinking like, oh, I haven't gotten to see mom and the new dog yet. I haven't even visited the new dog. I feel a little bad. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this real? (laughs) And then I have to, I I do that a lot. And sometimes it just, if I'm, I think it has to relate to how I'm sleeping. Because sometimes I'm having, uh, when I wake up or when I fall asleep, it's a very blurry transition. You can ask a lot of people. Uh, When you have conversations with sleeping. Yeah, you like shake yourself back to reality almost. No. I sleep tuck. And I also have this thing. There's a name for it, but I forgot what it's called. I have this thing where I hallucinate before and after I fall asleep. It's not sleep paralysis. You see the sleep demons. Yes oh, and no. No, yes okay. and no. So sleep paralysis, a lot of people have that. I have sleep paralysis sometimes when you're waking up from a dream and you wake up at a point that you're not supposed to yet. So your body is still kind of paralyzed, but your mind is kind of making things happen in your room. So you're like, it can be sounds and visuals. That's that's not what I experience on a regular basis. I hallucinate before and after I fall asleep. So a lot of times it's just I see some some things flying around my room or my ceiling has like a movie on it. I don't know. Or I just have conversations. There's plenty of times where I have conversations with you and one of our cousins. We'll be having a conversation for 30 minutes and you guys just fade away. And I'm sitting there getting mad. I'm like, this is so fucking rude. They just stopped. They just left. They just stopped talking. Like, oh, wait, this isn't real. And like, how long have I been doing this? It's four in the morning. Yeah. Say one of the biggest reasons I like, I mean, aside from my own, like I'm interested in dreams is hearing your dreams growing up blows my mind because (laughs) in my dreams, I'm like, I have my phone right here and there's no, like, I can't read anything on the screen. I can't Mm -hmm. use a button. Yeah. You're over here reading full on books and sometimes, well, I mean like there's, there's like full on like words on like screens or I, I text people see. in my dreams sometimes. Yeah, I never have that, and half the time I'm in dreams. I don't have my phone, and that just speaks a lot to individual like your it, what you understand. It could be because be I, I read a lot on a regular a basis. Uh, a lot of food, a lot of books. <laughs> I read a lot of food. Books are food for the brain. Food, brain food. I, I mix up the order. Yeah, I do. I can read in my dreams, but sometimes there's moments where, um, like, I I have dreams. But I hate work dreams. Worst worst thing ever. It's those so are stressful. those are a little stressful. The, yeah, the feeling you get when you wake up from those so god awful. Oh but I gosh. have dreams where I'm at the computer and I'm trying to put in an order, and suddenly there's just missing letters or missing numbers, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm trying to put in these orders, and then the boss, my dad, shows up and is like, what are you doing? What's wrong? Why can't you handle it? And it's like, I just, I don't know. I can't read. And that, so sometimes it does happen where I can't read, but for the most part, I can, yeah, I can read and type in my dreams. Well, I think that goes into like, if we're going to get therapeutic on it, you know what I mean? Like that just, that talks about insecurities me you may or may not have or whatever, but like. You want to interpret a dream for me? Um, I can, I can try. Okay. So 
I had this dream growing up. It happened a few times in my life, and it affected me very deeply. It was, it was slightly traumatizing. <laughs> I couldn't tell you why, but it was it was very scary. Um, tell me about it. The first time I had this dream, I think I was five, and leading up to the big the big part of the dream, there's always something different, but it switches halfway in the dream to something that I recognize. I'm like, oh, I know what's gonna happen, and it's it's me backstage. All the lights are off, everything's off, and my dad's there. Our dad, sorry. I forgot we're related. Well, you're adopted, so. Fuck you. Anyways. Can be your so, other one. <laughs> my dad is there, and him and somebody else, sometimes it's him and somebody else, sometimes it's just him, and he tells me, it's time you know. It's time I tell you the secret. It's I've been keeping it for too long. And I'm like, what? And then mom's there. She goes, remember, your dad loves you, and it's time you know. And I'm like, what? What's going on? And then he just starts, my dad starts pulling on his face, just pulling his face. He rips it off and it's Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> but but Sid the Sloth looks like he's sad. He's like droopy and sad. He's like, this is me. And I'm just sobbing as a kid. I'm like, no, it's not true. No. But that's my dad, Sid the Sloth. And he's just looking at me. He's like, I've kept this secret your whole lives but this is, this is me. And I'm just like, no, it's not. But my father is Sid the Sloth. And for some reason, that just really got to me. I would wake up, there he is, <laughs> Sid the Sloth. He's just, oh except he's not smirking in the way that he is. He's just Imagine sad. all that just upside down. It's just, and imagine, see how far Ooh. apart his eyes are? They're on like an opposite ends of the skull they're just droopy and sad like, like a hammerhead shark yeah and tears are just falling out yes like a hammerhead shark tears are just falling out and i'm fucking crying and so i wake up sobbing because i'm like no papa no and then i go run in my parents room and cry um and i've had that a few times so what do you think about that what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean it means we need to rewatch ice age i guess hell like, yeah you got some high ties to ice age yeah i don't even i don't <laughs> I haven't even seen the movie that many times. So, so what I, is your connection to the character Sid the Sloth? He is my spirit animal. He's true to himself, and he doesn't care what, about what other people think of him. He only cares about... He's a survivor. Exactly. He raised three kids by himself. He was a single parent. A single mom. Thank you. Thank you. He was a single mom. And... <laughs> I just lost my train of thought. Well, no, that's a that's a good like you're acknowledging some big things because uh, I know I know about your life a little bit. You know, divorced parents, three siblings, or this is before kids. they got divorced though. Oh, it was before. Yeah, this is when they were still together, and I still went to go sleep in their bed because I was a little ass kid who couldn't handle my nightmares. Maybe you just actually believe that. Your dad is Sid the Sloth, and he my, actually has this fake mask. My dad is hiding something from me, and that's something I picked up on, on at a young age, that my dad has a secret, a dark secret, that he's not telling me. But, but Ba, if you're watching this, I, I will find out what it is. But just know that I will love you regardless, because you're my dad. I think on a real note, though, I think it might actually talk about um, our dad's funny side and how... <laughs> And how, because he is really funny. He is funny, and but it wasn't a funny moment at all. It was sad. He was like ashamed and sad to reveal this to his child. I was sad. I felt like I just lost a father. I don't know. 
And it's it's so weird to interpret things that you had as like a little kid. And those really important to know those things though, because in dream analysis, it helps to have as many dreams as you as you like have experienced written down, so you can mm-hmm. catalog them, and then you can like find patterns in them, so that you can yeah. understand them better. Some you know, but like, some things just don't make sense. Like I had a dream yeah. last week that I was on the run from the police with my <laughs> girlfriend Rachel, and I had to escape to Canada. Okay, I don't know yeah. why. I don't know what happened. But on the way up there, Rachel was like, I can't do it. And I'm like, what do you mean? We're already like, we're here. Like, we're almost there. Like, it's it's like a jump, skip, and a whatever away, right? She's like, no, I can't do it. So she gave herself up, which, you know, that compromised my position. So now I need to run a little faster. And I think I was like held up in a hotel. And I saw you. I saw... um a gentleman that was resembling uh, a mass Filipino man that I know, as well as a uh, couple other people, my cousin Giovanni and Ivy. And I was just, I ran up to them, said some quick things about our uncles, and then I was like, okay, our to uncles. Canada. <laughs> to Canada. Yeah, I just, I was out Onwards. Of there. But I was escaping the police and. Maybe that means. Crazy. Maybe that's a reflection of your life. Maybe you're, are you running from something? Are you running from responsibilities? I don't know. Are you uh, are you feeling the pressure of the real world? Um, I think I've been feeling that for a while, but I think we're chilling. <laughs> you know, it's it's a learning process, and dreams dreams help with that. They yeah. help your uncon your conscious mind with uh with aid from your subconscious mind to understand things that. Oh, just processing things you can't process while you're awake? Yeah. A lot of, um, like, Carl Jung and and Freud, they did a lot of dream studying, and they said that they think dreams are like, it's like your brain taking medicine. And Mm -hmm. it's, um, Freud said that it was um, kind of being dampened by a filter, but Carl Jung was like, nah, this is just like, your brain is telling you dreams to the best of its ability. I, I thought, like, those were... The most important things to know, like Freud and Carl Jung work together a lot. What would they make of um, Joker coming into my house and killing me and my family? I I can tell you something about that because you have a lot of dreams about being Batman. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Dude, she has so many dreams about that. And they're really in-depth and they go for a while. I've had like... That that dream where Joker killed my family, I think that dream was like, it was like four months in one night. But I have had a dream in the past where I'm Joker. I'm not Joker. I'm the Joker, baby. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not him. I'm <laughs> it's, um, where I'm Batman. And it'll switch between the new Robert Pattinson Batman or, for some reason, Ben Affleck. Uh, there's always been We love, love you, there. Batman. We love you, Batman. Where I'm just him. And I got to save the city and I'm going through stuff and I'm like... Uh, What's her name? You know Jake Gyllenhaal's sister? Maggie Gyllenhaal? Maggie Gyllenhaal? She's in it. I don't know why. She is in Wait, the, she the Dark Knight Rises. Where's Rachel? Where's Where? Rachel? Where's Rachel? Thank you yeah. for your input. I really appreciated that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I she's she needs protection because she's like rich or whatever. And I just realized she is in The Dark Knight. I forgot about that. But yeah, I got a protector, and there's like a group of people with me, and they're all being stupid, and I'm like, we're all gonna die if you guys don't, just don't stick with me. But yeah, I'm, I'm, sounds like you identify a lot with with that. That was that's pretty cool. I I, really I have that. a lot of dreams where I'm just different people, and there's like a storyline going on. I was once like this dude who was like a figure skater, and he had a gay romance going on with his rival figure skater at this big competition, and 
I don't remember who won, but we were like the top of the top. People wanted to see the outcome of this big competition. That, like I said, dude, you could write books and, and series about your, your dreams. Like you could have, because Carl Jung has his own red book and his red book was like a huge, like um, a compilation of all his dreams from like the beginning of his whole psychiatrist career till mm -hmm. the end, like his death. And, and he, it wasn't released until like 2008. Yeah. So it's like, this is new stuff. But um, I think this is a great time to talk about American, or no, universal dream rituals. Americans watching, if you're not familiar with the Mexican and Filipino and all of Latino superstitions and beliefs and interpretations, you'll be familiar with this because as... As humans all over the world, we have we have a tendency to fuck with people in their sleep or laugh at people when they're sleeping. The occasional sleepover, the little brother that's just around. Yes. The dad that got off of work and now you just want to... Yell at everybody, shut up and go to bed. But there's always, exactly. you know, there's always a friend who's sleeping and you're going to put things on him. There's somebody who's sleeping and they snore funny. You're going to record that. Or... You know, sleepwalking, sleep talking. We're gonna we're gonna view some of these, but there is something required of us while we watch these. We are not allowed to laugh. And these, I'm telling you, these are kind of funny. Like, <laughs> I not to you know, not to hype you up or anything, but they're pretty funny. It's gonna be kind of hard. If you if you laugh, you lose, and you get a punishment. And is I'm assuming um, this punishment uh, the person that is just having this gaze over here is he going to be the the judge of this um he will decide her punishment um you know as soon as i said that i i kind of all right you're on ice what all right uh you're on ice. oh all right uh sigmund freud let's get it on okay sorry anyways now it's time for funny sleepy videos sleepy time videos no laughing let's see if you can do it the Memes. The Memes. For our very first one is this wonderful woman sleeping and snoring very loudly. Bro just killed her. She's dead. What's that all about? Oh, that was so hard. What was that all when about? When she talked. I've done that before. I've done that to Francisco. You have. Yeah. That was pretty funny, though. It was funny. I was there. Well, it's because, like, we, we shared our bedroom. Yeah. So he snored, and it just freaked me out because I was up to, like, 2 in the morning. So you would try to suffocate your brother? No, that or I'd throw a pillow at him. That was very but... sweet. On the next oh. one. <laughs> the caption is when you have to. I'm not laughing. This doesn't. What does the caption say? It's something about when you have to sleep in the same room as your dad. Are you crying? <laughs> no. You've probably seen this. It's a dog snoring. It's a dog snoring. 
I don't want to. I don't want to lose this. I'm not laughing. It doesn't count. Uh, I thought I was seeing some tears welt up there, buddy old pal. It's from the. It records every noise I make in my sleep, and let me tell you, last night was fucking rough. Just listen. <laughs> I just installed an app that records every noise I make in my sleep, and let me tell you, last night. So I lost. <laughs> it's when it gets to like the shitting and farting. I can't take it. Okay. <sighs> you gonna be okay, buddy? Yeah, it's okay. Let's see if I um. I'll still try not to laugh. Oh, I've seen this person. Oh yeah, she's like she's sleepwalking. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! Hi, Eddie. Haley, you cannot sit with us. You're fucking terrible. This feels like a, oh I'm God. watching like a paranormal movie or something. Paranormal, paranormal Activity 3. Yeah. <laughs> it's Bro, scary. That's the clown. I that's think it's more scary than funny to me. It. it just smells like cheese. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. I already lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrifying. My mom doesn't want to fucking come. Don't call her again. <sighs> She's very defensive of her mom, and I can appreciate that. It's a very important symbol in her dreams. Can you imagine... Sharing a bed with somebody who talks like that? That'd be terrifying. That sounds horrifying. I move in my sleep, and I've given Rachel, like, heart attacks, because I, like, twitch, too. Yeah. And, yeah, I, t I talk, too, and she's talking to me back. It's like... Oh, really? Yeah, she's like, what the hell? Terrifying shit. Woo! <laughs> yeah, she's, she walks around her whole apartment just doing things. Is that her husband sleeping on the couch? I mean, can you blame him? Duck. She's looking at the, the duck in her. <sighs> Gold star. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I I really like that she squatted to fart and then breathed it in her sleep. <laughs> She's just walking around her house, and her boyfriend is just. I wouldn't even there. believe she's asleep if you didn't tell me that she was. I sleepwalk and talk, but it is not that intense. I'm not that. You're more like a zombie. You can, yeah. like, I can tell you to go back to bed, and you just you'll go back to bed. Yeah. If you find me sleepwalking, all I have to go, all you have to do is go, Nini, go back to sleep. You just gotta push me and I'll go back to bed. She's like possessed though. Like there's yeah, a video of her going insane. in her front yard yeah. while she's sleeping. Yeah, that's I have a fear of that. No way. Dad used to uh when I still lived with my parents, dad used to barricade the back door and the front door because he had a lot of anxiety about me going out at night because he heard some story about somebody walking out into traffic and dying because they're sleepwalking. So it just kinda scarred it. I did try to leave you the hotel. You scarred him, room. yeah. You scarred him with that hotel one. Because you, you got up in the middle of the night and you were trying to figure out how to unlock the door. Backstory, backstory. We went to Chicago one time. We were sleeping in a hotel room. My dad woke up at four in the morning and I 
was opening the door and he said, Nanny, what are you doing? And I said, I'm going to go to mom's room. And he said, your mom isn't here. We're in Chicago. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to mom's room. And he said, no, Nanny, please. She's in Cedar Rapids. Come lay back down. And he did not sleep the rest of the night because I tried to leave. Gotta love that. Gotta love scarring your parents and having them have a constant fear of you leaving the house in the middle of the night. Right? I haven't sleepwalked in a while. I mean, at least that I know of. Sometimes I find evidence in the morning. I don't know. You're pretty sus, bro. I walk into that room and it's like, what the hell? If I wake up and there's like something on my chest, like sometimes I'll wake up and there's like headphones just right here. I know I... I know I sleepwalked. I have no idea. And you, nobody can ask me on sleepwalking and dreams because I have no idea what the connection is. That, that stuff's goofy. It makes no sense. And people die. People just, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just be vibing. I there, but. I just be chilling. I don't do that much. Did you not laugh at any of those videos? Uh, I mean, I, 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 I smiled. And I, I, I did a couple laughing. Mm. A, a little couple hee-haws. He was a good boy for that one. Oh, Gee, thanks. <laughs> so, you didn't laugh before me at all? I didn't. Um, I'm really hoping. No, and I'm really laugh first, right? Oh, we'll watch Right, it audience? Back. Correct. There we go. We'll watch it back, won't we, Alex? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yes, whatever you say. Whatever you say, Mr. Filipino Man. So, Mr. Masked Filipino Man. Yeah, but uh, all in all reality, Nell Marie loses. Mm, I did. Judge, jury, and executioner. So what's the punishment? Uh, what is my punishment? Because run out of traffic. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Try to dodge the cars. Uh, MFM. What is the what is the punishment? You get to interpret this dream for me. Do you tell me the dream now or is it later? You tell me now. What? Yeah, yeah. I've come a long way to have my question answered. Okay. What do you got? So I'm not me. I'm not this buff, intimidating. <laughs> I'm not this buff, intimidating persona. I'm okay. a little white boy. Okay. You're a little white boy named the mass Filipino white, man. I have a little white girlfriend. Okay. Okay. Are you a white fi- Filipino man? Is this is this a dream? And she gets taken away from me. She gets taken away by the government. Is her name Rachel? No. Okay. Are you Liam Neeson in this dream? No. <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry. And they reprogram her. They reprogram her. A little man in a thin tweed suit comes to me and tells me they found her. And they bring her to me. Is and she, she she tells me how in love with life she is and uh, how now it's time for her to die. Oh. And she plans her own funeral in a church. Flowers, wreaths, a whole eulogy, but she hasn't died yet. She's just planning her funeral because she knows she's going to die? Yes. Okay. And everyone's okay with it. As she lies down on a bed of flowers and they pump chemicals into herself. And then she died? I need you to tell me what that means. Um, what if you don't like my interpretation? Okay. Is it bad that I kind of want to interpret that? I don't know. Can Arturo interpret it? Do I have to interpret it? Uh, you can both 
give your little interpretations. I So you know what I think? I think that your brain is trying to tell you um, that you got a bad taste in woman, bro. And you, you know, I think that girl was trying to tell you it's time for you to move on. I'm not all that. And you didn't move on. But everybody else wanted you to move on. And you were the only one who didn't want to. Arturo. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Uh, so, girlfriend number one uh, was transformed into not having any original personality or anything, right? And then they just prepared their own death? Yes. Okay. Um, it sounds like they were programmed to just be uh, a Debbie Downer and uh, not okay with being in the moment and just being like, you know what? That's not interpretation, gonna... bro. You gotta interpret what that dream means to him. I don't know every every aspect of his life, but I can, I can leave you a couple of Do you love life? Breadcrumbs. No. Oh. Well, there you have it. So it sounds like we have a dream of a... Is that pessimist? Pessimist here. Would you call yourself a pessimist? No, I would call myself DJ MFM. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> Jesus. MFM. Well, DJ MFM, does that mean I don't get a punishment today? Because I don't mind that. I'm just saying. I it's going to steamroll on to the next episode. The interment. Right? Good enough interpretation. I, I think I'm safe, guys. I think. I think that's gonna conclude today's episode. That concludes and we're today's gonna find episode. out next time what that does. Yeah. Anyways, this has been Chicano Chingon presented by Hasina Las Glorias. Omega Mustache Original. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to check in every single Wednesday where we release more episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that jazz. And on the last Saturday of every month, we have live episodes at, at Hacienda First Avenue, Cedar Margaritas, Rapids, Iowa, are on sale. Yes. Happy Hour Mango Mustache Margaritas. Tell us about your wackiest dreams, your, your beliefs on dreams. Go drop a comment on this video. Go drop a like as well. Go comment on our socials, Instagram, Tell TikTok. a friend. Tell your grandma. Tell your mom. Tell somebody. Tell yeah. them to check us out. Stay dreamy, but most importantly... <laughs> Stay, Stay chingon, chingon. chicanos. Salud. Salud. Mango Mustache Media.